1: D-O-I in apostrophe
0: Uh, thank you Eli Braden for that amazing theme
2: I love it I don't want to go I get emotional on on every time. you know
0: I'm not gonna go on and on about it this week I'm just not. I'm not I feel like it's going to I feel like it's going to his head but it is yeah. fucking great <laughs> what a great theme
2: but this is our first show of the new year oh my god finally Happy 2023. <laughs> Happy 2023. We're doing it. We're
0: doing it. Doing it. Doing again. it nation. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm super excited, Danny, about... What a
0: great way to start off the year.
2: Yeah. We have this a, a heavy hitter, as yeah. I would call well, it, a heavy least, hitter. at
1: least you can only go uphill from here, put it that <laughs> way.
2: <laughs> but y'all, I got to tell you, this guy, director, writer, actor, like... Everything this person's done, I think it's just except for maybe a couple of things you've written and directed and acted in. Like, yeah, but one of my favorite of, documentaries yeah. about the comedy store. The comedy
0: store of thing is, well, well, introduce him first. It, it,
2: it's it. Mike Binder, everyone. It's yeah. Mike Binder, everyone. Come on, it's Mike it's great, Binder. Mike Binder. I, I am so ex- Thank you, Mike, for being thank here. Thank
0: you for doing this. It's my such goodness. an honor. It's, a, it's such a pleasure to meet you. We have so many friends in common, and I've, I've you're somebody I always wanted to meet, so oh, I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. to
2: get to do it so okay first off we always like to ask like how did you get started where are you from give us your your origin story
1: uh i'm from detroit oh actually
2: from detroit
1: detroit michigan and And, um i got started i I came out to uh los angeles when i was 18 and i started as a doorman at the comedy store really yeah at 18 that's amazing at eighteen, yeah, just right at my eighteenth birthday, and um, I told my parents that I, 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 actually lied and told my parents that I had a job, and at the comedy store, and that I was going to Los Angeles Community College, which I did for a week, and uh, actually for four days. I made four. I made four of the first five days, and wow. um, and I used to, and then I actually. Always promised my dad later that I would one day go back and finish out the week.
2: (laughs) Finish out the week, not the deathbed
1: promise I made to him. Yeah. Oh man. But
2: (laughs) But did you follow through with it? What did you follow through?
1: No, I didn't like my dad. (laughs) I still got time. But I got time. But I, I, uh, I just you know, listen. I was obsessed with comedy from an early age, from like nine you know yeah. i just saw woody allen on the tonight show and, and i just and i would see david brenner and robert klein you know and i just wanted to do it and i never wanted to do anything else in my entire life would be in this world yeah and i and i moved out here the minute i could And I went to the comedy store. I drove out here and the comedy store was closed. No. And it was, it was, yeah, it was shut down. And it was, it was kind of an interesting story when I got out here after driving all the way across the country with everything in my car. I just got there and the place was shut down. It was called the funny farm and that was shut down. (laughs) What happened was Mitzi had been kicked out of that place. Oh, and there was a a guy named Leonard Barr. I don't know if you know who that was. He was an old time vaudeville comedian, but he was a craggy old guy. He was Dean Martin's uncle. And he was uh, his claim to fame was he was the old vaudeville comedian in this movie, The Sting. And he just looked like an old relic. I know that (laughs) part. Yeah. And he walked by as I was standing there. It was like in a scene in a movie. I said, hey, hey, you're a comedian? He went, yeah. I go, where do, you, where do young comedians go? He went, they go home. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's exactly what he said to me. He, he walked out of that Hyatt house and he was going down towards La Cienega. He goes, the comedy store's closed. I said, is the comedy store closed? He goes, yeah. I go, where do the co- young comedians go? He goes, they go home. <laughs> Wow. And I, I was just like devastated. For sure. Like, I, oh like I said, I had lied to my parents and I had made up this story and I was, I had fantasized this life for myself that I'd read in, in this book called The Last Laugh about all the comedians that were out here doing it. Yeah. And I had a hotel room that I had rented at Western and Sunset Boulevard for like $9 a night. And I went back there. And I I don't know what made me decide to do this, but I looked up the comedy store in the phone book at the hotel. Uh-huh. And it was listed at the comedy store in Westwood. And I don't, you know, I don't know why I decided to look that up, but I called them and I said, You're open. And they said, yeah, we're open. So are you, are you the one that was on Westwood Boulevard that I had read about in that <laughs> book? They said, yes, yes. I said, well, when, when is amateur night? They said, Monday. And this was, I got there like on a Saturday. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that Monday, I put on a suit. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I thought comedians had to wear suits. And I went to Westwood and I found this parking spot and I had to hop over a wall to get back up to Westwood Boulevard and I ripped my suit. <laughs> the front of the whole front leg of my suit from the knee down just ripped. Oh my God. Yeah. And, uh, but it doesn't matter. I, and I got caught. Call- they put your name in a hat and I got called and I got a primetime spot. And I went up there and I, I didn't really know who Mitzi Shore was. I didn't know anything about the place. Uh huh. And I went, and I, I like I said, I just turned eighteen, and I had been doing it in Detroit. I never did really great, but I did good enough to think that somehow or another I had a future. Yeah. But I went, I went on stage with the ripped Pants, and I killed. Really? I just, wow. I just killed. I brought. I don't know why. I it, it's just some. I don't know why. It was like all the stars were aligned. Because I didn't have a good set again for another six months.
2: <laughs> Wait, how many minutes but, did you do?
1: Like ten.
2: Oh, wow. back then
1: you'd get ten minutes on potluck because oh, okay. there weren't that many people. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What year but is I, this? Like?
1: Nineteen seventy-six or seven, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And when I went off stage, I mean, I really had a great set all the comedians came around and introduced themselves to me. And Argus Hamilton, I remember was the MC. He came over and he said, Mitzi Shore would like to meet you. And she just said to me, um, I went over and I met, she goes, I'm the owner. And uh, I want you to work out here. You're you're very talented. I want you to be a regular here. Oh my God. And uh, I want, what do you do for, what are you going to do? I said, because I said in my act that I just got here from Detroit because yeah. that was some of my jokes. She said, uh, what What are you gonna do for work? I said, yeah. I don't have a job. I have to get a job. She said, well, you can work here. You can be a doorman and, and work here and you can take, I'll give you some times to work out or if someone doesn't show up, you can jump up in the spots. Oh my God. And that was co- That's what we used to call them fallout spots. Yeah. yeah. I, I did. Th- and I did that. That's how I survived for the first few years. And then during the day, I babysat for her kids, Peter and Paulie. <laughs> and, mean, and you talk amazing. about the stuff, you mentioned the stars
0: aligning, but I mean, what a confluence of events that took place there that you get up on that tide, you'd find it in Westwood. I didn't even know they were in Westwood at that point.
1: No. Um, and and, it, and yeah. And it, the funny thing is, oh, I got to tell you, this is a great thing she said. She goes to me, she goes, I don't like the rip pants gag. it's, it's,
2: it's <laughs> you don't need that
1: you don't need to do a gimmick you thought that that was my gimmick
2: so that was your stick. you're like i'm the guy with the ripped pants i'm the, the ripped strip.
1: pants gag. Yeah. mikey ripped pants
0: <laughs> wow what a story what a story and and like who was in your class around that time i see I, i'm guessing if it was that fight like who did you come up with i know who i know the class that um preceded you but um but who were up your... with
1: Howie Mandel and oh. and Dave Coulier and Bob Saget yeah. and Jim Carrey and uh, Argus Hamilton? He was a little ahead of me, but but um, but those were those were my guys, you know. Um, yeah. uh, Saget Saget and Coulier and I were really tight friends. Gary Shamling right that was those with all the, yeah yeah that was that was kind of my era
0: i actually did see you at that um saget thing at um uh at the comedy store the little tribute they did well
1: yeah
0: I, I, I saw you over there like i was i was with um kevin neal and i came over there with him but um but yeah i mean i because i've been yeah, watching i
1: wanted him to go up that night but he didn't want to go up yeah so he,
0: he was just he was kind of feeling it out but uh um I, I was surprised because no one gives a better eulogy than Kevin. Like, I know,
1: no. I know, and I I, I really, you know.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah, I, you know, that, that's amazing. What a group.
2: Well, now, so then how did you get into acting and directing? Yeah, way? and writing. From, from stand-up to...
1: Um, Norman Lear. Really? Oh. Norman Lear came to the comedy store one night. Yeah, back in the old days, you know. I think there was more you know one of the things you said about you know a confluence of events or whatever yeah. I mean the right the, the Westwood comedy store and even then when the comedy store reopened a few years later but it was such a everybody something they knew something was happening because of Robin Williams and Letterman and Leno and yeah and uh, it was the college town at the time, and sure, it was packed every night. And you know, every big shot producer, director, and studio had wanted to get into that place, you yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, Norman Lear came in one night and he put me in this pilot called Apple Pie. Uh. And it 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 didn't go far. It was a short lived thing because it was at ABC, and he was like a CBS big CBS run. Yeah, but but that kind of got me going. And then um, Barry Levinson put me in a remake of Diner.
2: Wow, a remake
1: <laughs> of Diner? Yeah, a, remake, a TV remake of Diner. Oh, I didn't know that, how that. Oh, yeah. I vaguely
0: remember that in development.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, I played the Steve Gutenberg role, so that kind of. But that wasn't. Believe me, that was. You know, that was. I would say all that was when I was like twenty three or twenty four. So I was out here for a while by then, but I just. You know, I, I I did like six six or seven different pilots and parts, and it was just a different time, you know. And 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 like yeah, I say, because yeah. the comedy store was so hot, and and they they would. We did a bunch of young comedian specials there for HBO, and I was in a couple of those. And, yep. and um,
0: Who were on those specials with you? I'm, I'm trying to remember the ones you were on, you, you had done over there. And I remember watching all of those as a kid.
2: Yeah.
1: I was on the one that Victor Borga hosted. Oh my god. Oh my
2: god, I was obsessed with him when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> I love Victor Borga.
1: Yeah, I was on Robert Wall was on that one. That's and right. Pee Wee Herman or uh, Paul Rubens who became Pee Wee Herman. And, yeah. Uh,
0: that was I the know. first time we ever saw him, right? Like at yeah. a national level. Yeah. I remember that very yeah. well. Yeah. And um, then
1: I was on um I had I did a my own special from Detroit with and Howie Mandel and Paul Rodriguez and Dave Coulier were the guest guests on that. Oh, that's amazing. Oh wow. Yeah. You guys and are free. Rodriguez. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, you guys are Paul free. Rodriguez. That was another guy from my era.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. AKA Pablo. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I was actually, I played his roommate on that show. I remember that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You guys are free. I'm just going to turn them off
0: my camera a second. Are you guys are re- Was I freezing? Because you guys were freezing. I couldn't tell. Oh. No. Okay. I, you can hear me,
1: though, still, right? You mean temperature I can wise? Tell you.
2: No. <laughs> okay. yeah, you it's like, how do you degrees. know?
1: Yeah. I was on a Zoom call with Howie Mandel the other day. And someone sneezed, and he, he, you could see that he got all skittish. I went, how is hysterical? It's you're, Zoom. You're safe. You're safe. I promise you. Oh, my God.
2: I feel like every time I was doing those Zoom comedy shows during the pandemic, and I would hear people sneeze constantly. I'm like, no. oh, wait, it's Zoom. It's fine.
1: Hey, no, I have a question for you. Shoot. Did you just play the uh uh Santa Jose Improv?
2: i did i was there all weekend opening for leanne morgan
1: oh man that's my favorite room
2: that place is awesome that was my third time being there i'd opened for brad williams there once and then they had me do like a one-off night and i headlined and this was my this was my third time back but that room is fantastic it's It's like a theater
1: it's amazing i bet you leanne packed them in huh
2: Oh my God, she killed too, and her crowd like I've never in my life done a show that started at five thirty. <laughs> like,
1: is ever. is that is that true? That's why does the show start at five thirty?
2: Her her crowd, her audience is she skews older, so everyone was like,
1: they don't have much time.
2: Yeah, they don't so have much like, time. <laughs> 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 this could be the last show we ever see. But I mean, there's a two aud-
0: soup minimum, a two soup minimum.
2: That's yeah, soup but minimum. her her audience was like. I mean, they were like the whole time. I was like, I cannot believe I'm doing a 5:30 show. Like, this is like no one's gonna be energetic or no. The place was packed, and everyone was just fired up. It was it was so much fun. And look, we did, what
1: were the ages? Do you think?
2: Hmm, that's I don't know. I would say like 50s to 60s to 70s, maybe.
1: That's great. I I love to hear that.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, but people were. And you know, Leanne's a clean comic. She's not, but she's not like squeaky clean. It's not like yeah, I mean,
0: know, cleanish.
2: Yeah, cleanish. But she's still, you know, she yeah. has she, she's edge. She does her thing, and so like, I make sure I don't use bad language or anything if I'm opening for her because
0: love to see how you. Her
2: crowds were so like the the guy that was a manager who was so lovely. His name was David, and he was yeah, like. yeah, I know. him. Yeah, and David was like, we had to go open more uh, like boxes, like six more boxes of wine glasses because all her people were buying the most expensive bottles of wine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <And they bring laughs> he well. was like, yeah.
2: I would have her every weekend if I could because her audience was so lovely. Like they're not rowdy. They're not Well, that's really rob- funny.
1: I'll tell you, cause I was there, I middled for, uh, featured for, uh, is that what you call it? What do you, Yeah. Uh, what is, yeah. Featured. I, I, was, I was featured. I, yeah, for Jeff Ross right oh. <laughs> and and dave kept saying man nobody eats more than jeff's crowd <laughs> you know which i'm sure is a very distant second to nobody drinks more than wine than than leanne's yeah. crowd
2: yeah yeah but Leah, yeah and her crowd they while they had wine they also all ate dinner you know yeah. they were and, and if anyone even you know like attempted to maybe try to take a picture. And, you know, a server had to go, hey, don't, don't do that. They were like, I am so sorry, I apologize. <laughs> it's like, there was no, like, people being kicked out or anything. Like, everyone was so lovely and wonderful. Her crowd oh, You know great. who the
1: male kind of uh, uh, version of that is, is Brad Upton.
2: I don't know, you know him. him. I don't know him.
1: Oh, you guys got to check him out. I he's will. So, he's so funny and he, he sells tickets like crazy and he's really clean. He has the biggest drive bar comedy special of anybody. Really? Brad Upton? Millions. Millions. And he he's 70 years old. Wow. He's been around forever. He's really funny. And he just sells out these rooms like instantly
2: yeah It's amazing Le- leanne did a dry bar thing and she actually talks about it on stage which i won't ruin because she has her first netflix special coming out in april which i'm Jimmy so too. excited is that what but is like, that what took her to the next
1: level was the dry bar special
2: yeah she it was like her dry bar special had like 50 million views like wow. i mean it was something it, it, that
0: it just really blew up huh
2: it really blew up and also it's like watched
0: a bunch of people i think yeah. it's like it's it's it definitely has.
2: it well David, uh the that manager, he was saying that like he goes, a lot of the people that were coming into the shows were like, We've lived in San Jose forever, we haven't been to a show before because they don't want to watch a vulgar comic. Right. You know, they were wanting to see clean comedy. And I was like, That you know, like there is such a huge market. Like her, like Jim Gaffigan, oh yeah, Lee margazzi is another yeah. one that's like Nate and her, especially because they have that southern yeah yeah
0: you know? for bigly this bit where like because he is clean but he talked about like once he opened he had the muppets and it was very early on he was opening doing something with the muppets so it was a whole <laughs> muppet crowd and he was really flustered and he walked out on stage and didn't have his um stool that he needed and he said fuck you ever heard, you ever heard him do that bit no, like, all the muppets turn on him and the crowd because <laughs> he had to go off and get this the thing and it was like he could never win them back because he was just the guy who got on stage and said fuck it's such a funny bit
2: oh that's wow. hilarious yeah yeah because nate you know he falls into that category where it's like you you watch their whole special you can watch them do an hour and you don't even realize you're watching clean comedy like jim gaffigan like you don't realize the- oh they've never I just it, one. It's really I funny because
1: I'm a huge Louis CK fan. Ooh. Likewise. And I just and I just watched his new special streaming. And, and it's really it's the first time. I mean, he was, it's not that he was dirty, it was just really crass. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. He and means, I was laughing you? my ass off. But it was yeah. just so crass. You know, it was like it's like once he gave himself that license it was just like everything was just like i don't care i'm gonna yeah. just take any shot i can take and i just thought this is like the other side of that like that wall no you know? absolutely yeah. i mean I'm, I'm i'm a big fan
0: of his not his comedy just his personal life um but uh, um but um no, I find that with, I, I have to say, I find that with Chappelle as well. It's like a lot of what Chappelle, like he, he got a little pushback on something and then decided to devote all of his comedy to that, like right. almost to preaching. And it's just, I, I don't know. There's something about, like I am a TV writer and there is something about the constraints of television or the constraints of an art form that m- make it good, like you know, whatever those things are, that,
1: that sweet spot. I, I I I admire it. Hey, Danny, real quick, n- not that I know yeah. you're the interviewer. No, I talk to me. But but, <laughs> but give me give me your background because I know, I know, I if we haven't met, I know we have we've been in the same circles. I know I've been hearing your name forever. Yeah, I mean, where do I know you from? OK, well, I mean,
0: I think most people would know me off of the last job, which was like I was 11 seasons on Modern Family. Um, oh, wow. So I wrote on that. And, and then on, and then on, I mean, a lot of people know me from sadly on Twitter because I, I, I got into a very famous fight with Donald Trump prior to him becoming president. That one. And, and but I've been writing comedy since, you know. For thirty years, I mean, I started on the Arsenio Hall show. Wow. I, I did, I did Roseanne. I did Race. I did I Under Fire. I did Just Shoot Me. A couple of my own show, you know. Well, wow. so, do you so do stand up. I, I just have been dipping my my toe back into it. I, I did it when I was younger. It's funny, you and I share a, a little bit of a story in that. Like, I never wanted to do anything other than this as well. And when I was a very, very young boy, like like five or six. I, I had the least Jewish upbringing you can have. I, I won't go into that story again, but I, 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 but the most Jewish thing about me was that my, my, uh, my uh, um, mother's father was a bartender in the Catskills. And so I remember being five and being up there and meeting this guy, flashy guy, his name was, Van Harris, and he was there with Buddy Hackett, and Van Harris was probably his name was like probably like Shlomo Leapstein, (laughs) but with Van Harris, but he told me that there was a thing about it being a comedian, and you can make you know you can get paid to make people laugh, and it was just like I, it was like it was like I never wanted to do anything other, just like yourself, so I get it. Wow, I, I very much related to what you had to say. Our paths went different ways, but I'm I'm now dipping my, you know, thanks to Jenny, and in, in, in no small part, but have been dipping my toe back in. And it's really fun to do stand up now for me because I have nothing at stake. Like I have, I already have like a career, and I don't need to. I, I'm not aiming for a Netflix special. I I just I find it really therapeutic. I went actually went to um, Edinburgh. I opened for a friend of mine in Edinburgh at the at Fringe Fest, and I just had the best time. So that's great yeah and uh because i love i just i like you i love comedy i've always loved comedy i like com- i like funny people i that's why i devoured your your um comedy store doc it was such an interesting glimpse into that you know into, into that you know it's a little you know when you were there was just slightly before my time but it was still like just um that era you know with letterman and Shadley, all, all you guys—it was just—it was really incredible.
1: Well, the first part of it was me looking back, but the the later episodes were yeah. more reportage, you know. Yeah, I saw that. You know, and I and I, because I didn't know anything about it because I I left, and then I was back there two and a half years making it. Yeah, and now I'm back there working out there, which is very really strange for me. I'm sure, and, and um. It's just a different time, and I I, I love the world of stand up now. I'm doing another five-part, six-part series actually on just the world of stand up called uh, The World of Funny, you know, which is about about the new world of stand-up comedy. And one of the episodes is actually about the history, and one of the episodes is about all the comedy clubs around the country and the festivals, you know. That's amazing. How, how, but, how far um, into it are you, Mike? I just, I, I got a lot done in the fall, and then I stopped. I, I, I did a really great piece on Chappelle's uh, podcast. Oh. Oh, uh, nice. The Midnight Miracle, which is really fantastic. And I did a piece on Marin, and I did a couple other little pieces in Nashville. And then I stopped, and I'm... I'm waiting to get started up again yeah. probably in the next few weeks.
2: And you also directed Bill Burr's special.
1: A couple of them.
2: Yeah, a couple of his specials, yeah. Paper Tiger, I know.
1: Either Paper Tiger and uh, live at Red Rocks. Live, yeah. yeah.
0: Both great.
2: He's both. one of my favorite stand-ups, I think. Yeah, he's
1: he's pretty incredible.
2: He's a beast.
0: He's very special. I mean, like and to watch him grow and and, and gain confidence has been rather amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, yeah, he's not. I, I mean, he's... there's
1: some guys and people that are working right now that are mind boggling to me, you know. Like, Mark who Norman, who, yeah, Mark who Norman? Mark Norman's great. Oh, yeah, Mark Norman. Um, uh, uh, Sam Morell, yeah, yeah, you great. know. Uh, I really, I love Rosebud Baker, I think she's oh, fantastic, she crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um you know i did this it just goes on and on you know i don't know if either of you guys have seen i i've built this platform that the last year or so called stand-up world i have a
0: link to it for sure
1: yeah and we write about comics from all all the past we do a let's never forget thing and and um we do uh, pearls from the YouTube ocean, you know, of specials that are on there that yeah you can, you know, you know, we just did a thing on this guy that I happened to see in London who opened for Bill at the Royal Albert Hall, Adam Rowe, who was just an unknown comic. And now he's like the biggest comic in England. It's amazing. You know, and, wow. um, and uh, uh, you know, it's uh, it's really cool, man, that you're
0: doing that. Yeah,
1: thing. yeah, yeah. It's a really good, you know, and it also has links to podcasts and, it, and Twitter and stuff. It, it, it's only been up a year, but it's tuned really well. Oh, that's and, awesome. You know, what's
0: interesting yeah. for me is I think that there's two ways to get older in college and a, a very common way, unfortunately, and I hear and it is, is is are the people who you know anything new, it's like, that's not how we used to do it. And they hold on to their point of view on it. And it's like, they're not, they're not, they stop being fans of novelty and comedy. They stop being fans of like things like that. And I'm like you where it's like, I, I love seeing what the generations coming up are doing and how amazing they are. And it makes me better.
1: Well, that's exactly right. In fact, I'd go one step further and say, I don't love how they, generations coming up are doing I'm going to steal what they're doing that's I'm how gonna, I feel not the, not their material but no. I'm gonna, whatever it yeah. works I'll that whatever the new medium is you know comedy and this is what it's you know the way I based the comedy store documentary people thought oh it was always <laughs> on on decades and I said no it was on technology yeah the first one yeah. the first one was I saw you on the tonight show yeah. The second one was all about the sitcoms. The third one yeah. was all about the Remember. cable specials, and then it was yeah. about podcasts. Yeah. And then the fourth one was about these new shows like Kill Tony and Yeah. And yeah. and so you know, comedy stand-up comedy has always been right behind its its fucked up cousin porn and, I... and bring and helping new technology <laughs> find find dry land yeah okay yeah and and you're right there are so many comedians as they get older they go oh that's not how it's that what the fuck is that and if yeah. you're smart you go hey that's the way the crowd's going i'm going yeah. that way because that, also- that new technology works and,
0: and, 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 and yeah, the, what drives me crazy about it is: don't those old guys remember the old guys that were that used to sneer at them for the way they right, did it? Yeah. Like, don't you remember? Don't like? I am so conscious yeah. of that that I would never, I would never want to be that. And I and. And comedy is an expiration date. You know, there's certain things that change and are better or worse, and it's like it's fine. That's what makes Look, it so dynamic. I say
1: expiration dates have an expiration date. Okay, yeah. you you have <laughs> to figure great, out great whatever, ever, everything's changing so fast that if you just watch really? what's ahead of you, you won't get in an accident. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And- well, like.
2: I keep seeing people on like Instagram that'll just post, you know, a little clip of themselves and yeah. then they'll promote their upcoming shows, you know, but it's yeah. just like, here's, it's like, I'm like a drug dealer. Yeah. Let me give you a little bit for free. And then here's the dates that I'm going to be at. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I need to start doing that. I need to start recording my sets and trying to, because I've been too precious about something. I'm like, oh that joke's not ready. I don't want to put it on Instagram. Well, just do
1: it. <laughs> like, That's right. I, I it. And, you I know, I'll tell you, I was talking to an older comedian, a friend of mine, for a long time, just the other day. He said, you know, Mike, you just keep doing it. I guarantee you, very soon, you'll get a Showtime special or a Netflix special. And I didn't want to say to him, you know, I don't want a Showtime special or a Netflix special. Okay, because those are old lanes at this point. And especially by the time I'm going to be really ready and feel like it's good enough, that's not, that is an old avenue. The new, I mean, if you look at what Ari Shafir just did with Jew, have have you guys seen Jew? I
2: haven't seen it yet, no. Have you?
1: Danny, Danny froze. I think. See, I mentioned Jew and look at him. He just <laughs> yeah. He just right like you up. said,
2: Jew and Danny just froze. He's look at him. <laughs> he just goes.
1: He goes butt hurt.
2: Yeah. No, but no. like I saw. Well, but he did. Like he he, did, he released it himself, right? Like the way that Andrew he Schultz released, like released himself
1: it himself on HP yeah. on on YouTube, and he has people Venmo him, and he yeah. has people. You know, there's a there's a super fan button. Yeah. There's a PayPal button, and the, you know, and he's at six million views, right? Okay, And now I know six million is not a good number for a Jew, okay, <laughs> but it, he'll get to seven million soon, right?
2: So,
1: and, and I'm okay, really, and I'm telling you, yeah, I'm I'm telling you, it's a great special. He put a lot of money into it. He did it right, yeah, and he's his ticket sales are through the roof. It's taken him to a whole nother level.
2: Yeah. And, you know, well, that's a, that's a thing is like, if you're able to do it yourself and to, to bypass all the, the suits that might want to dip in and, and give you pointers, you know, right. Like that's a huge thing where people all of a sudden they think they're comics because they work, you know, and, and they'll ruin your shit for you. Don't completely ruin it. But you're, if, you, if you're you bypassing score...
1: yourself right now, yeah. you're bypassing it, doing it yourself right now.
2: You got your own show, right? <laughs> like, you know, no one. Yeah. I don't have anyone in my ear telling me I can't
1: yes. say something. And that's the great thing. So when you feel, Oh man, I've got a great 50 minutes or 45 minutes, you'll get three friends to film it <laughs> four friends to work cameras, you yeah. know, I mean, iPhones are good enough.
2: They right. really are.
1: But like, you, even like, I you was,
2: have- I was thrilled. Like when I was at the San Jose Improv, and and they're like, "Oh, we record everything. We take video for you, so they're going to be able to email me five shows that I did with right. you know three different cameras set up. That never happens, you know. Like,
1: that's
2: right. So I'll be able to have like that's a you know that's huge for me. Like I'm not that's a big right. name or anything, so I'm like I can start cutting clips together. That's and promoting right. myself with that, and if, you know, maybe I have one bit that people that could be a thing. Well, that, you know, you put it on YouTube and people start sharing it, or you put it on Instagram. Like that's, you know, that's how a lot of people are getting.
1: And you know, how long have you seats. guys been doing this podcast?
2: Oh God, I was just thinking. Like we we started it maybe in like twenty. Guy, do you know? Is it like twenty? He 70, says this 80? is season five season five
1: that's great
2: yeah so i mean that you know like for us to be able to just like have whatever guests we want to have <laughs> we can talk about whatever we want to talk about It you know there is something that's freeing and liberating about doing that you don't have to worry about somebody in your ear telling you that's you really great yeah
1: and how often do you do it
2: we, we try to do them once a week like this is our first episode of this year but also you know we can get busy or sometimes we've had a guest or something happens where we've had to be like oh okay we'll do it next week you know that's another thing it's not a big deal if we right. can't you know we don't have like a whole entire crew of people <laughs> that showed up and like it's not a big deal if Something you know falls through or whatever. Oh, I think Danny's back. That's great.
1: No, the reason yeah. I ask is because I, I just started one myself and I've got like like seventeen episodes done. Mm-hmm. You know, and but mine, mine, I, I don't, I just do it myself and it's me talking and showing clips that I like and talking. You know, and it's basically talking about pieces we've put up on StandUpWorld.com. But yeah. I, 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 and I also like to talk about. The new technology and like a new, like when Dane Cook came out with his special on Mo- on Moment Co or Ari's special or yeah. Andrew Schultz's special or you know yeah. or yeah. The, like I said this kid Adam Rowe, uh, there's this kid Tyler Fisher who's way out there but he he did his own special that I really liked you know and yeah. I just think that. Real soon, you know, Bobby Kelly put up his own. Made Louis CK made a special for Bobby and put it up on LouisCK.com dot com, and I think it did more than him if he had done a special on for Netflix. Probably.
0: Yeah, I mean, and plus you own it. It's like if you if you hit you own it.
1: Yeah, but and I also think that right now, other than. Maybe Chappelle and Chris Rock, you know they just disappear. I mean Paul Versey's a really talented guy, and he he made this special, and I thought it was really good, and we all kind of wrote bugged Robbie Prawn and everybody to put it on Netflix, and he did and but it just didn't do anything. I mean it kind of just disappeared, you know, yeah. no matter what anyone says I just I, I don't know anyone that's seen it, you know? I
0: I, I feel that way, like, like, I don't know, one of my favorite just hours that I saw on, I think it was on Amazon now, but it's, like, so hard to find. It was, like, Eddie Pepitone's um, hour, which I thought was, like, I just thought there was yeah, something so fucking brilliant. I love that guy, but it was, like, it was especially brilliant. Just, like, here's, like, an older guy getting out there and just knocking it out of the park, which I, yeah. which I really fucking, you know, I yeah. love.
1: So...
2: And Eddie but, just but by the way, the, you know,
1: uh, you know, you can put up your own special on Amazon Prime yeah. by yourself. I yeah. know you, you know that, right? It's yeah. A, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like you
0: can self-publish a book on Amazon. So it's like it's the same thing. They have that model.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you can, you know, and. I'm just saying, so, the, you know, a lot of these specials that are Netflix is just saying, yeah, we'll buy it for nothing. And they just drop it on there and it just disappears you know even, even i have to say and red rocks was brilliant bill i thought it was bill's best set ever it's it kind of just set. it just sat there really
0: it's amazing um well mike we're at that point in the show uh where we start we, we just talk about the things we've been watching if there's anything you a couple things you want to share have been watching
1: out. red rocks live at red rocks
0: obviously red rocks is good
1: (laughs) yeah but
0: uh, stuff you weren't involved in is there anything you like that you've been
1: yeah i mean i I, the new season of Fouda is amazing oh i've heard i haven't even seen the first version i I hear it's great though oh it's amazing that's the best show on television i I gotta
0: write that down because i that's i'm looking for okay
1: i mean if you like jews getting shot in the head you know and who does it i mean believe I mean,
0: me you're, you're 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 it's my number one porn search category yeah so well, uh
1: different kind of <laughs> shot <David.
0: laughs> oh sorry <laughs> so found yeah i'm gonna check that out
2: <laughs> she's getting shot in the head. Uh, i was like i like poker face i saw the pilot of that i thought it was oh good. is it good i the pilot i thought was fantastic i haven't oh
0: i'm gonna definitely check it out
2: yeah i haven't you know dug deep in it but i like
1: a few episodes into this new one the recruit on netflix which is good
0: yeah my friend writes that um alexi Hawley. he, he... oh
1: he's a great writer
0: yeah he is i mean no, his and the two of them he's his identical twin brother is noah Hawley. so the two of them are just like fucking brilliant
2: oh yeah
0: yeah so it's like it's annoying how talented those two are <laughs> what um, about you yeah.
2: danny what have you been watching I'm trying to think
0: we're talking about comedy. I, I really have, I really, um, I, you know, I enjoyed Neil Brennan's special blocks. And
2: Oh, I love that. And, yeah, and I, I
0: actually called him by the way. I, 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 I texted him and then we got on the phone because he, his particular mental um, health issues very right. much mirror mine in some way. Yeah. I texted him. I just told him how much I talked about him in therapy, and then we wound up. He said, "Call me," and so we talked for about an hour and a half. And it was like therapy there. And, right. and I will say this: his special, his, the podcast he does, Blocks Podcast, is yeah. great. He's he's he has comics. I haven't. I don't know them yeah. that well, and I feel like like I don't know Sebastian at all. But like oh, here's Sebastian on hit like and. Neil is very good at getting you to break down and talk about the things, yeah. um, and keep it funny, and it, 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 so I've really been enjoying that. I will say. Yeah. That's, uh, um, anyway, it's been so long since we talked. I I, I know. I recently saw. Um, I'm sure everybody's seen it, but I really like the menu. <laughs> I thought that was. Great. Oh,
2: I haven't seen that yet. Is it good?
0: Yeah, know. it's like yeah. So you know, this chef, crazy chef, who wants to um, murder his. It's a, It's about Guy Fieri. Um, oh murderers really? no no it isn't yeah, it's funny. a joke i'm gonna write for the oscars i think um, <laughs> no, um yeah, you know that's a crazy chef who uh just wants to murder his patrons so um no but um but i no, i really like
1: that um did you see um uh the uh the um tongue twister of Inishman man Rationale i still haven't it? seen it is it, it, it did you like it well, it's easier to watch than to say the name of the movie. Yeah, the Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, yeah, but it was—I like the movie a lot. I mean,
0: my favorite, my favorite movie of the last couple of years has been Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So I, I could yeah, not be more. I
1: thought that was yeah. great.
0: That's the one that just touched me, and and I thought did something original and yeah. good. So I really quite like that. I um, enjoyed
2: the Fablemans. The
0: Beatles. I haven't seen it yet
2: yeah i got the screener for that i really enjoyed that one yeah like great. that was a because it was actually apparently spielberg's yeah actual life and
1: yeah which surprised me all i I, assumed, it, I, yeah. I i thought for sure growing up he wanted to be a dry cleaner <laughs> you know i i had i had no idea
0: it i would have loved a, to see a
1: two-hour love letter to dry cleaning so revelatory <laughs> that he growing up he wanted to make a movie um
2: i, I did think that was uh that was definitely between that and then everything, everywhere. Yeah. All once, were my yeah. two favorites for sure.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was good. I like Class Onion too. I mean,
2: oh, I love that. I thought that. Was I, I thought
0: that was really well done. It was
2: a fun. It was a fun watch. Yeah, I the I mean, act. I have to get. Past,
0: I have to get past his accent. I wish they didn't commit to that as much. But apart from that, I mean, I, I love yeah. the movie. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. Um, um is oh,
1: I like. I, I have you guys seen? Um, um, 1883.
2: No. What is
1: that? What is that? The, is that the um
0: a prequel um, to Yellowstone? No, I, 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 haven't even seen Yellowstone yet. So I haven't
2: seen it. I know.
0: I know. I got to see all those things. I haven't though.
1: I heard. Yeah. It. Well, I love, I love the prequel. I mean, uh, Tim, Tim, I forget his name. Oh. Country. Oh no. No, he's a country star and Faith Hill's husband. Oh. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw, yeah, he's really good in it. Really, he's so sweet Faith yeah. yeah, they're really good, and it's real. It's really good. And then they've only shown three or four episodes of the next one, which is nineteen twenty-three, and that's Harrison Ford and and Helen Mirren. And that, yeah, I saw really
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to watch it. Well, that's good, Jenny. Anything else? Or are you good?
2: Uh, I'm good. Yeah, everyone go to the improv tomorrow night tomorrow night <laughs> yeah
1: so come, that come starts at 8 30
2: right 8 30 at the hollywood improv in the lab
1: and what time like. do i go on that's the that's the important thing
2: what time do you want to go on i'll put right. you up.
1: whenever you want me to go on <laughs>
2: i Jenny. think i've got you i'll 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 email you the or i'll text you the lineup this is good for the
1: you old don't old want to 30. air any dirty laundry on no they like to see how the sausage is made here this is great. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: see this yeah yeah. Well, we have some. We have some good folks. Yeah, uh,
1: you have a great. Lisa Ann
2: Walter Justin from Abbott Mar- Elementary. Yeah,
1: Justin Martindale and
2: Justin Martindale. Who, who, who by Murphy, the way, if he doesn't Byron. host
1: the game show with that name, he should. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Justin Martindale. Like, you just think, oh yeah, he should.
1: Also, there's a football player named Wink
0: Martindale. Am I wrong? Yes.
2: No, just, no, there was,
0: there a, was a coach. no coach. No, wait, I know who Wink Martindale. is. Like, Wink, Wink Martindale, Martindale,
2: but there's also a. <laughs> there <laughs> I, there I, is a coach named Wink Martindale. Yes.
0: Yeah. I've never heard yeah. that yeah
2: well it,
1: i gotta say what a pleasure to have you on the show you guys man. i really like, appreciate you having me on and and i i i was i was just asking when when you went to go to the bathroom i, <laughs> I, I, I just i was asking jenny all about how about your podcast because I, I think it's great that you're doing it and and uh, it's really great I'm, oh man thanks I yeah. wish you the best. Thank you, man. And
0: uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 love to. We'll meet you in three dimensions soon. Um, Are you coming tomorrow night? I, I if I I I was thinking I may be driving to Vegas tomorrow, so I'm not sure. So it's gonna it, it, it's it's it's. What do uh,
1: you got? A hot tip or what? what is... no, yeah,
0: well, my my son and his girlfriend. I, I my son turned twenty two in December, and as a gift, I'm taking them to Vegas. But I might get there a day early, you know, for hookers. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, uh, but, uh, um, if I don't do that, I'll be at the show. Okay, Perfect. good. Thank you. Do it nation. And, uh, we love you. We
2: love you. And, uh, we'll be back next week. Mwah. Thank you.